0: Hey everyone, so the first episode of Marvel Studios' What If... has dropped on Disney Plus, so let's talk about it. Hey everyone, welcome back to Movie Morning where we discuss all things movies, reviews, rankings and all of that fun stuff. So today I'm going to be discussing some TV because of course Marvel's latest Disney Plus show What If... has dropped on Disney Plus as of today, 11th of August. And I will be, of course, reviewing all of these episodes weekly as I do with all of these Marvel Disney Plus shows. Now, since this is the first episode, there are some general things I have to talk about. Like, you know, just what I think about the show and all that. So this is going to be a bit of a different review than the other ones. I will still be doing my obvious recap and breakdown of the individual moments of the episode. But that will be after I talk about my general thought on the whole thing. So I guess... This will be a bit longer than your usual what-if reviews you'll be getting from me, but I still don't anticipate this being too long because there isn't as much to talk about with these episodes, even though there's some, obviously, some really great nuggets. So with that said, I'm going to be starting off with my general non-spoiler thoughts on the episode. I will be doing a full spoiler recap, but that will be in a couple of minutes, and I want to try get, getting through this section quickly because since it is releasing on Disney+, Plus, pretty much most people have access to watching this right now, so it shouldn't be too much of a struggle here. So... Let's talk about my general thoughts on this. So this episode, of course, is the Peggy Carter-centered episode, titled, What If Captain Carter Were the First Avenger? Now, that title actually has a lot more meaning by the time we get to the end because I was pretty taken off by this title at first. I was like, oh, they're going to make Captain Carter an Avenger and all that. But I was pretty taken off by it. But I think the, without spoiling much, the ending of the episode does actually hand at a few things. So this episode is What If Captain Carter Were the First Avenger. That's kind of the main concept of this episode. And let me just say, I loved the animation in this episode, and the rest of the series looks great, too. This is a very action-centered episode without going into too many spoilers, like the sound effects. They're all very reminiscent of MCU things, and I just love the way the animation was on screen. It's kind kind of a mix between 2D and 3D, and it looked phenomenal. I love the concept of this. I'm a massive Captain America fan. And, well, I mean, obviously Chris Evans didn't return for this, Steve Rogers, if you didn't know there's no Chris Evans in here, and while I admit it was a little jarring, he's, again, not the main part of, he's not the main center of this episode, he's not the person you have to focus on most of the time, so it didn't bother me as much, but he did, I will say without going into too many spoilers, has a very different role than I think you may be expecting, but that's all I'm gonna say, because again, more than, if I went into more than this, it would be pretty much, we would be heading into spoiler territory, so And then so basically i love the concept of this i'm a massive captain america fan i really like peggy carter she's actually been used pretty less in this universe but that does also help to make but her character does have a massive effect on my favorite character in the universe that being steve rogers and overall this episode there was a lot of enjoyable moments i love the animation which is a big part of this it sounded amazing the voice a lot of the voice cast were were back and that was great but overall While I enjoyed the action in this episode, I have to say that this episode, surprisingly, was pretty choppy. And that's not something I usually say about MCU movies. Like, usually I feel like most MCU movies are actually paced pretty well. This is not obviously a TV episode, so I don't know why I just called it a movie. But this episode was so quickly paced that I just felt... It was just kind of montaging through things. Very similar to the first Avenger movie. And with that said... I'm not going to talk about this episode too much more. If you haven't seen the episode, click off now because now I'm going to be getting into spoilers. So getting into our full spoiler recap for this episode. Now this episode, starting right off, I'm going to be talking about this right now, has a very similar structure as well as plot, like um, plot outline as Captain America, the first Avenger. And I think it does lead to a few problems because that movie in itself, especially the second half of that movie, which is mostly what this, movie, what this episode kind of takes to make its episode, does have a lot of structural and pacing issues, as well as also just the way that it kind of montages through all the things you want to see. And this episode does a, makes a similar mistake. And I think that was, that was a pretty, making this episode like the way it was may have been a mistake for Marvel. Now, I wouldn't call this a bad episode by any means, but I can't really say I was hooked by this episode. Well, the ending of the episode got me, but throughout the entire episode, I was kind of, wor- I'm kind of getting worried about the show because I just thought this episode was moving so fast and nothing they did stuck with me. Granted, this is an alternate universe, alternate timeline take on, you know, this universe that we love, so it's not supposed to matter all that much. But I feel like where they're going with with this show and what they hint at at the end, which I'll get into, and the cliffhanger they leave us on. It feels like a lot of this show is going to be a bit more important and maybe be a bigger present in the Marvel Cinematic Universe than maybe we'd expect, especially because of how Loki ended and where that set up. So in terms of this movie, it stays pretty on course with the first Avenger movie. Um, Some of the plot beats are kind of beat beat with the first Avenger. Again, the specifics of it are a bit different. And this episode is definitely more of a safe and familiar episode. And I do actually think... Opposing what I just, I actually do think making this the first episode was a great decision because it's a bit more familiar, kind of slowly transition us into this this alternate timeline, go through these wacky ideas. I think I know, I believe, so I guess if you don't want to know what the second episode is, maybe skip a couple of seconds. Like the second episode, I believe, is the one with Chadwick Boseman, maybe giving his final performance, which is truly heartbreaking. But I think it's the episode where T'Challa become Star-Lord so obviously that's going to take a much more different that is going to head off in a much more different direction while this episode does still go on a go on, pretty much stay on course with the first Avenger movie so now getting into the actual specifics and maybe some of the issues but actually there's really only one issue I had minus the Chris Evans thing but I don't know that may have not been on them there is one issue issue I had, but it was a pretty major issue and it docked this episode a lot for me and that's why I, I doubt I will, that by the end of the season, this is going to be one of my favorite episodes. Because if that isn't, this isn't going to be a great show or anything. Because I thought this was a, an okay episode, maybe like a decent episode at best. But it had a major issue that does get me worried for the rest of the show. So let's start off. So basically, we're introduced with the Watcher telling us, you know, about this. He, you know, explains us the the little change that pretty much created its own universe, and that is that Peggy Carter decided to stay on the level that Steve Rogers was on instead of going up to you know like that wind, the window, you know, like the one where they watch it through the glass in the first Avenger movie when he's about to get a super soldier serum injected. This time the German, uh, he pretty much starts shooting people earlier. He wants to take one of the one of the serums from Steve Rogers, you know, like the place where he becomes a super soldier serum, but becomes a super soldier, excuse me. But Steve Rogers gets out of it, and he, you know, obviously, I can do this all day. Once, he doesn't say that, but that's what I was thinking of, wants to take on the German, but then he is shot in the shoulder and is not able to get back up into position to get injected with the super soldier serum. And there's, I think it was one of the the leaders, I guess it was a general, the general of, you know, their team was there telling Howard Stark, to get into the th- get into you know like the machine but instead Peggy Carter goes in and she becomes a super soldier the episode I love the beginning of this I loved how this started I love the watcher introducing us I love Jeffrey Wright's voice it was awesome seeing a lot of voices back but I just love the way he told the story again it's very direct in the audience and not as you know ominous or maybe like uh mysterious but I still really like the way he introduced the episode so Steve gets shot and then Peggy gets the super soldier serum and then actually Steve is actually given the Hydra stomper and he uses that and kind of the episode I guess starts off with a bit of like you know going through and the American government really is not happy about you know how Peggy Carter has gotten the super soldier and sees it as a failure so Stark makes a Captain Carter suit for um Peggy Carter that has like the that has Britain on it instead of you know the USA flag on it a, like a style of design, she goes and has this fight, and then obviously, and then we get, this is where we get introduced to the Hydra Stomper, and it's, it's all really awesome, but basically, Steve and, and this, what I liked about this episode is that it does actually recreate a few moments from the first Avenger, but shows Peggy Carter in them, and how the sequences would be different, one of them being when Steve goes to rescue the 107th, which is the, the, the group with Sergeant Bucky Barnes, Sebastian Stan did come back to voice him, which is great. Peggy goes to rescue them, but pretty much they don't know who she, they don't know who she is. And even uh, Bucky's even like, are you the queen of England? And they go back and they form this little plan. And then Bucky and Peggy, they go on this like another action sequence. I'm trying to remember what the specifics of why they went on this action sequence were. Oh, yeah, I remember. So I believe it was to go get the Tesseract, if I'm not wrong. And then they... Oh, no, this was the prior sequence. So Howard Stark actually uses the Tesseract to make the Hydra Stomper, which is a nice little touch. I really like that they included that in there. But then they have this action sequence, I believe, set in the middle of war. And then, obviously, this is where the Hydra Stomper actually gets introduced. So sorry, my bad. The one I said earlier was actually the wrong introduction of the Hydra Stomper. But, there's this, again, the action in this episode looks mostly really good. There's actually another. So, pretty much continuing on, um, there's actually another really great sequence that's recreated from the first Avenger, and that's the train sequence where Bucky dies. But in this version, obviously, they try to make a difference by having Steve, the Hydra Stomper, perish. And... Again, this is where my main problems with the episode really started to come, come up and just be front and center, and that's because, like, Steve... Because, like, this is supposed to be, like, a meaningful moment, I guess, inside of this universe, but it's moved, again, through so quickly that a lot of this is going on. Like, even when I'm talking about it, sometimes I'm struggling to fully connect different things, like action sequences. That's why I was, like, stumbling in the last couple of minutes because there's so much going on in this, and within 30 minutes, it's hard to fully comprehend and talk about is that this was just going through it so quickly. And I think that was a, kind of a mistake. And maybe splitting a few of these off into two or maybe even three different episodes would have helped to flesh them out. But it would take out the anthology feel that I think they do, wanna, do want to um, get across with, this, with, with these episodes. But I don't know if that was worth the sacrifice of having these episodes be a bit weaker by them moving so fast. But I did enjoy the individual moments we had. And now basically, this is where we learned that the Red Skull was trying to like use the Tesseract to create like a portal that's going to help them annihilate or conquer the world. Peggy and the 107th with, with Bucky tries to go take him down. This is where we see that Steve's actually still alive in the Hydra Stomper. Made it through, Bucky goes and makes, generates the power for him and he manages to, you know, get back into the fight. There's this ten- tentacle monster thing that comes up and he actually eats the Red Skull or right, think kills him. So that was a nice little twist they put in that too with the villains But then it also does another play on the first Avenger movie by having Peggy Carter sacrifice herself instead of Steve Rogers, but also in a very different scenario because Peggy Carter herself gets taken through this wormhole or portal of sorts because she can't let through... You know, she's trying to hold hold the tentacle monster off and not, you know, let it... uh, Excuse me, not let it, you know, like take over the world and, you know, all that. So basically... She gets taken through a portal. You know, Steve's like, you owe me dance. It kind of, again, is a take on the first Avenger movie. And we actually learn in the final tease for this episode, which I'm going to talk about right now, that she was actually sent to the future, 70 years into the future, which, if you do not know, is the same amount of years that Steve Rogers was asleep for in the ice. But this time she's sent, she dropped out of the portal, and the first people we see are Nick Fury and Clint Barton, a.k.a. Hawkeye. And I believe both... Samuel L. Jackson and Jeremy Renner returned. I definitely heard Samuel L. Jackson. Again, Hawkeye didn't have too many lines, and I believe it was Jeremy Renner. And this seems similar to the entrance of Loki in the first Avengers movie, not the first Avenger, but Avengers, the Avengers. So I don't know if this is a version of that. I don't know if Captain Carter's gonna be a villain. I doubt it, but I guess Fury and Nick Fury and Hawkeye are assembling their own version of a a what-if universe Avengers which I guess will be the final episode, and it's all going to culminate in that maybe with T'Challa, Star Lord, Killmonger, maybe. But if it is leading there, it's going to be a really epic finale. And I really liked this episode, left on a cliffhanger that does get me excited. But from what how this show works, I don't think this cliffhanger is going to be solved, for like at least another like four or five weeks until we get closer to the end of the season. So overall, I liked Captain Carter. I liked where this episode teased us, you know, with Nick Fury and Hawkeye and the Avengers. But it was a pretty choppy episode, and with that said, not many elements landed right with me. And I would like for the next couple of episodes to maybe be less focused on action and try to actually build a story, but also let the character moments be, you know, flesh out a bit more. But I did have fun with individual sequences in this episode. I just wish overall it came together a bit better for me. But I was, I'm was, super excited by where they're leaving this, and I'm so glad we got Samuel O. Jackson back to voice Nick Fury. And I really like that Marvel's doing the show and you know, doing these things because I was actually pretty skeptical going into this. And I'm still a bit skeptical going forward. But I did enjoy my time watching this episode. But it definitely was a pretty weak episode from a pacing standpoint. With that said, that's my thoughts on the first episode of What If as well. My spoiler review on it. If you guys have seen it, make sure to let me know your thoughts. And you can send me a voice message on Anchor. But if you don't want to do that, just show me your support by sharing this with your friends and following the podcast for more. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll catch you all next time. Bye-bye.